I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 and delighted to be joined by one of the greatest legends of radio on FM 104 from Freaks on Friday, the greatest show on the station, Mr. Al Gibson. How are you? I love the intro. I'd, uh, I'd come back every night just for the intro. No it's worries, true. Al. It's true, Al. It is oh, 100%, 100% okay. true. Al Gibbs is FM 104. FM 104 is Al Gibbs. Let's call oh, a spade thanks, a spade thanks. here now. True. Thanks. Um, I've been called worse. I've been called worse <laughs> over the years. Oh, and in here as well, I imagine good. as well. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've got a new song. I have a new song out at the moment. I do. It's my first in four years. First time I've put anything out in four years. Um... So I used to put out lots of stuff and then stopped and then pandemic came along, loads of time in my hands, so I just made loads of music. So I actually have about 15 tracks now, all polished up and ready to go. Uh, first one was out on, I think it was last Friday, on Flash Mob Records, which is a big uh, Italian label, and um, it's on Beatport, and yeah, it's doing really well, and we're really happy with it. Can we play a little clip of it? Do it. Happy days. Do it. I wish I could turn back time the day when you So that's um, Leanne Brown. She's from uh, Manchester. She's part of a band called Sweet Female Attitude, and they had a track out a couple of years ago called uh, Flowers. I bring you flowers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Yeah, so she's great. She's great. But, like, the track didn't start off with a vocal. It's actually, it's like, it's a banger. And oh, I know, we just yeah. Wanted, yeah, it was probably just a little bit, yeah, you could, like, you, you, it, it, there's lots of, like, dark elements in it, but it was probably too dark for what I was trying to do, so we decided we'd go for a vocal, and I asked her, would you do it? She said, yeah. She recorded the vocal in about an hour and sent it back, and it was just perfect. No so way. Yeah, a little bit of an edit here and there, and it literally dropped straight on top. And that's Season what pro. That's what yeah, it is. End result. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's a great girl. Yeah, great no, girl. The, the, the song, it's called uh, Afterlife. Oh, you can't sit there when I bop into I it. I know, yeah, yeah. Nah, good groove, good groove. There, good it's, groove. Uh, and it's very much, uh, it's like got that old school vibe off it as well, which is like absolutely yeah, has the whopper. Yeah, has the break, yes, we put the break beat in there, and if you actually, the, the, the main sound, the main breakdown sound is actually the same um, synthesizer sound that the Prodigy used in Android. That's where I found the noise and went, oh, I could do something with that. So it's Android, the track on, on music for the Jilted Generation. Ah. Um, so it has an old school feel to it, but sort of modern. Sort is of it a, a so. Korg? Was it a Korg? 
no, it's actually it's not a Korg. Korg, stop it! <laughs> oh my God, you're Every, such a loser. Everything's a Korg. Everything's a Korg. A Korg. Oh, geek out. yeah, geek everything's out. a Korg. And uh, do you know about reverb? Because uh, oh, I hear it's going to be huge. He doesn't know anything about it, which is blindly obvious. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, listen, so where would you like people to go and uh, and buy it? I've got to Beatport. So the whole point of this uh, music is, like, we've released music here in Ireland loads of times and got number ones and iTunes number ones and all that. But this one was about Beatport. So this one is about sort of an international market yeah. and an international feel um, and sort of complement some of the gigs I do in the summer when I'm not at home. So it was that sort of idea. So yeah, if you, if you like it, go and buy it. It's on Beatport. It's only like one twenty nine or something. So nobody's getting rich out of, out of making this music these days. But <laughs> it's great to have it out and get people to kind of hear it and get the feel of it. And, you know, it sort of complements everything else that you do. And yep. it's sort of like your, your business card, I suppose, yep. if you wanted to put it that way. So it's, um, yeah, it's the first of a load. of have another one out next month. Oh, cool. Uh, with, an, with an Irish label called Full Tilt. Um, and John O'Brien from uh, Waterford Remix that he... Uh, Carl Cox plays all his music and oh look we, I just have loads of stuff coming I'm just going to keep plonking it out and uh, yeah it's kind of like having nearly like a back catalogue of stuff there So you'd never um, think of doing great. like a, a collab and get Saoirse on vocals for one of the tracks maybe he knows how good I am uh, well oh, I'll don't say anything don't say anything <laughs> have you know well, yeah. hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait for that wait, wait for that wait for that this bit's brilliant. This bit's brilliant. Listen yeah, to the tuning. This will change your mind now. Yeah, here we go. Sorry, we'll stop that now before everyone tunes in. Can I just say, I literally recorded that maybe 18 times, right? And I was in my oh, bedroom Jesus. and I remember thinking to myself, Jesus, girl, you can, you can sing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, listen, I, like I wouldn't give up the nighttime job just yet. <laughs> Ooh. Awkward. Uh, <laughs> it, it was good fun. I did get a good laugh out of out of those tracks. Yeah, we just got too them. many complaints and then there was literally no one listening yeah. afterwards. So I was like, right, best stop doing that now. You can hear the, the radios being switched off all over Dublin. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Uh, that was good one, fair play. I believe it was played in Tala Stadium. It was, uh, there you go. Oh no, the Tala one was, yeah, that was uh, Baby, we're, we're in Tala, the DJ Sammy one. Yeah. Yeah, Brilliant. so played there in Tala Stadium. There, there you go. go. I think it was trying there to make, there trying there to make them be a record. Sick. Yeah, there could be a recording contract in the very distant future. Well, listen, Al, you've all the contacts, so set up a meeting with Saoirse and no a few of these problem. labels and we'll, we'll crack on. I'll even do it live. No, no problem, no problem. <laughs> well, come here, before we, uh, before we let you go, we tweeted out a, yeah. a few things a little bit earlier on uh, for people to want to come and do a little Ask Al Anything. And we've uh, oh, just, oh, just five yeah. or six quick questions here, nothing too personal, too real, but okay. you up for answering a few, uh, few questions we got yeah. in? Well, quick always, thing. always up for yeah, Quickly now, we just got a, a Natasha text us in. I absolutely love Al. Listen to Freaks on Friday on the way home from a 12-hour shift in medical centre. Switch off, put on Al every Friday. Makes my night. Nice. There you go. There nice. you go, Al. Nice. nice. I like that. Yeah. Play that one for her. Play that one. Here we go. Who, who was that now from... Natasha, I'll bring you flowers. No, who's who texted you? Who's insane? Natasha, Natasha, <laughs> Natasha. Natasha. Uh, all right, listen, uh, we'll give you a couple of these first now, right? Uh, Ian wants to know what's Fire. the best gig you've ever played? 
Jeez, you probably should have texted these to me earlier when they, when they came in, so probably. I could have a think. Yeah. Oh, look, there's been loads. I've been very lucky. I'll give you the one that probably people would, would know best was Carl Cox in 2018 in Balnalock Castle. Oh, and yeah. I got to play after him, which you'd never get to do um, because he would, the headliner would always finish, but he had to go early and catch a flight or something. So I went on after him. And I was just phenomenal. Like, the atmosphere had been building from 6 o'clock that day. So by the time I came on at 11, Bananas. you can imagine. It was oh, it was unbelievable. You could, you could touch the electricity in the air was that yeah, good yeah. you know it was brilliant that was an amazing gig so what, that's that one. what age were you by the way when you, you got into DJing um, I started on pirate radio when I was 13 wow 13 yeah yeah. I was very lucky there's a pirate radio station literally outside my front door um, Simon Marr who started Phantom FM he was a neighbour so I was blessed my brother used to hang around with him so I kind of wangled my way in there uh, yeah, 13 13 happy days Eric yeah. wants to know who's your favourite DJ oh yeah oh this is a controversial one because he's got himself he did some awful stupid things but I suppose if you just um, embrace the talent and not the person Eric Murillo um, but like he's he he had an awful end to his life and just terrible terrible tragedy on all fronts but he was a phenomenal talent so it would be Eric Murillo just strictly on his DJing Okay. Full, uh, full stop on that one. Grand job. Uh, Neve uh, wants to know uh, what would you be doing if you were not a DJ? You know, it's a good question. Uh, my dad figured kind of I wasn't going to, like, I wasn't, I was, did okay in school, but I was more interested in having the crack. And I got used to get into trouble all the time. I was suspended three or four times. And never for doing anything bad, just always getting caught doing something stupid, which I think was <laughs> funny, you know? Yeah. So my, my dad had it in his head I was going to be a fireman. Ah, you so, would have made a good fireman, actually, yeah? Yeah, there you go. So, uh, I actually have loads of friends here, firemen, so, yeah, probably that. Either uh, that or, like, oh, I don't know, living in living in Belgium somewhere, making chocolate or something. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like the yeah. dream. Yeah. yeah, throw it in there. Uh, tips on how to get into DJing from Jamie. Um... Look, there's, lo- there's lots of ways to try and get in. The problem nowadays is that the skill of DJing, the actual skill level, is a lot lower than it used to be because we have technology now does a lot of the actual skill part. That we used to like be able to um, mix records just by ear. Um, you know, you'd have to have a certain skill level and you would have had to practice for a couple of thousand hours to even be able to do mm. do it on that level. But nowadays, there's, a, there's computers that'll do it for you. So with that means that there's millions of people at a, at a, can do it very quickly, get into DJing. So I suppose my um, advice, anyone thinking about it, would be watch all the tutorials, start with some very basic equipment, build up your music catalogue, and just if you're, if you're really serious about it, just keep going and try and get into community radio or warm it up in a you know a, I don't know a little nightclub or a disco bar or something and just start at the bottom like like us all we start at the bottom and we work our way up that would be the, the best route I think Deadly. and uh, Lisa quickly said your top three favourite dance songs of all time now that's obviously putting you on the spot but uh, that's, that's almost impossible um, I would say well, number one is clearly Maniac which you were half involved in <laughs> correct uh, definitely not, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> So just to clarify, because this yeah. comes up all the time, yeah. so Maniac was, I, I wrote the words that Mark McCabe raps when I was um, 17 in my bedroom at home on the back of a, a old record sleeve. And it was sort of like a party piece that we used to do back on the pirate radio gigs um, at the under-18s discos, and all the DJs would have their little party piece. So that was my party piece. And then as sort of time went on, I kind of went off 
to the dance music was calling so I went that way and sort of the commercially stuff Mark really liked the track and we were good friends and he asked me could he use the vocals so I just kind of gave it away and in some ways I'm thankful that I did because the song is like a wedding song now and I've had a great career over you know on the other side but then in other ways Mark got to travel the world and do great things with it so I have this weird sort of relationship with it where I'm not really that proud of it um, but when I come you know when someone plays it at a wedding I go that's mine that's mine yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll drunk at the bag on yeah do you know yeah. what do you know this song <laughs> screw him but come here did you used to rap that live then in front of yes, a crowd yes absolutely no absolutely. that's where it started and is, yeah, is there I, any recording of that at all buried there, somewhere there is there is somewhere yeah there is somewhere no is way somewhere. this is actually so that was our, like back in the day DJ Wicked Willie and Mick Lynn and all these guys it, to stand out as a DJ in a, in a commercial club you had to have a little party piece so yeah. like I was only 17, 18 playing in the Trex and Grey songs or Hollywood Nights so if you wanted to compete you had to have your little thing and that was my little thing and it just sort of it spread then you know and would you ever think, like, let's say if we ever get to do F104 as the gig again, would you ever, like, reprise it just for one night only? Not a chance, no. Ah, oh, come on. I've managed to avoid it for 20 years. There's no way to bring it back now. True. My career went a different path, thank God. So, But look, uh, Mark, Mark, in fairness to him, has done very well with it and done very well out of it, so more power to him, you know? True. So go on, give us those three dance songs. Your favourite. I'd struggle. Um, one of them, I suppose, if I had to pick, would be um, Bedrock for What You Dream Of. Yeah. The classic. Um, Sasha Expander was a track I used to play in Redbox all the time. I still Love play Redbox. nowadays. Yeah. And um, there's a new remix of Age of Love, Age of Love, going around by Charlotte Witta. Um, that's another banger. But look, it's too hard. People ask me that all the time. It's too hard. There's been too many records to, to, to narrow it down to three. It'd probably be three hours worth of stuff if I yeah. to start thinking about it, you know? There's been so many records. Like, I have 20,000 records in my dad's, between my dad's shed, my um, garage, and his, his uh, loft. So there's just so much music. I wouldn't even know where to start. Okay, and your favourite, this is coming from me, your favourite Scaldi dance song. Goldie dance song. Oh, like a, like a bass hunter kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to say, you'd have to say Maniac Assault. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's not, is it? And Maniac is just, it's, it has its own life. It that does. song. It's just, it's a song that won't die or go away. It follows me around sometimes, but yeah, it's mad. It's, um, mad. it's mad to think that something that happened so many years ago is still sort of kind of half relevant today yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Of course. Final, mad. F- final question, Al. What is your favourite thing about the Irish government? <laughs> <laughs> um, currently, my fa- my least favorite thing is the fact that they keep messing around with the industry that I'm involved in. Yep. So this latest news tonight is an absolute blow again. You, you got me on recently, and I, I, I know I ranted, but it like it was two years worth of, of uh, frustration. But tonight again, it's it, it makes it makes there's no logic behind some of the stuff that they do. They've come out, they you know they pin they pinned our hopes on getting back to normality on the 22nd of October. We vaccinated. 90% of the population but they're still trying to hold back progress when the rest of the world really is 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 back open for business or, or large parts of it and we're still talking about restrictions it just makes no sense look people have gone and had their arm jabbed twice 
you can't ask people to do that and then ask them not to go back to their lives. You know, it's, mm. it just makes no sense to me. It's, it just seems silly. And I suppose, you know, worst case scenario, they do decide to do something with the 22nd. 90% of the population is vaccinated. So surely that 90% should be allowed to get on with some level of their life. Now, I know there's lots of anti-vaxxers and it's not about that. I have no political sway or opinion on that. I just want to go back to work. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and if it means that people who aren't vaccinated aren't allowed into nightclubs, that was their choice, but I, I need to get back to work, so that's my only agenda. You know, it's not about whether you got it or you didn't. But, like, what the hell are we supposed to do? We can't stay locked down forever. Yeah. And we're heading, we're heading for two years now. Oh, stop. Madness. Listen, we uh, will look, organise uh, an illegal rave if there's a... Well, to be honest, if something doesn't happen, I'll be the... I told you earlier on, I'll be the crazy lad outside the door. <laughs> I'll be holding up the cardboard sign. I will. I'll after a wedding with no pants on, tie around his head outside the door going, <laughs> screw yous! Scumbags. If that's what it takes. If that's what it takes. Well, uh, listen, uh, if, obviously you can support Al by going to one of his gigs. It's coming up, um, but you can... Well, we hope. Well, we hope. We're going to ignore it, Al. We're going to ignore it, and we're just going to go ahead regardlessly. We'll send some positive vibes out there, but regardless, right now, you can download his brand new track, which is called uh, Afterlife, which you can get on Beatport, and um, go there and support it. It's it's feck all money, but it'll obviously... uh, Any support will help (laughs) Um, while we're getting rode around by this government, which will be making a decision apparently next Tuesday. Well, listen, we'll leave it on a high note, Al, the song is absolutely Thanks, class. Bro. Thanks a million Thank for popping on, giving up your time, Not and we will chat soon. Big love. Thanks for having me. Bye. Cheers, sir. Bye, 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 bye. So yeah, go find it on Beatport. He's so talented, I can't. So you just want to be walking into a club somewhere I know. with a drink in your hand, going, "Yep, yeah, we're back to normal now." So listen, obviously go follow Al on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. All details about his gigs are up there as well. At It's Al Gibbs 104 on Twitter and I think just Al Gibbs on Instagram, I think. But go follow him and uh, you can check it out there. So cheers for him coming on as well. And speaking of Irish music, Sophie Doyle Ryder. She was on the show a couple of weeks ago. She's got her brand new music, Honey Honey, that's coming up next. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.